Hi, Julie. <laughs> Hi, Christine. <laughs> we were having technical difficulties and um, I didn't know we were recording, but we are recording. Hello, Melomaniacs. Hello, Melomaniacs. What's happening? Oh, we took a little hiatus. I take the blame again. I'm just going to leave it at that. It's all my <laughs> fault. It's not Julia's fault. That's all I want to say. Um, how have you been? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. How about you? I'm pretty good. It's uh, December 1st as we record this. So we got through the uh, Thanksgiving part of the holidays. And now we um, sit around and look forward slash dread the upcoming holiday. <laughs> I just did something really clever and I want to tell everybody. So every once in a while, I will do something and I will think to myself, self, this is why, <laughs> this is why you are such an amazing wife to oh, me. Like I am oh. an amazing wife. Yeah. And, um, my spouse is an amazing spouse as well. So it's a really cute. It's just a cute little ditty. So okay. uh, Dana has turned me into a Chiefs fan. I know. I'm from St. Louis. I don't enjoy rooting for Kansas City. She's. I know. Julie get, Julie looks like she's going to throw up. But I started watching football. I went to, I've talked about this before. I went to a game. Anyway, we watch football on Sunday. I've gotten into it. I'm a, I, I don't know what to tell you all. And so today I said, what time is the Chiefs game on Sunday? And she said, I don't know. So I said, let me look it up. So I pulled out my little computer box phone thing. <laughs> and I look it up so much that when I type in what time, it automatically says, do the Chiefs play, which is a little bit embarrassing. Because <laughs> like, I, I wish it was like, what time does the party start? But it doesn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> it hasn't said that. I'm coming time. out. So you better get this. Okay. So it doesn't say that. So um, it said that the, I go, oh, the game is at three o'clock and they're playing the bangles. And she said, okay. And then I said, it's just another manic Monday. Yes. And she said, I wish it, I wish was, it was Sunday. Sunday. Yes. And then I did this thing I do. Well, first I, then I said to her, aren't you so glad? That you are sharing space with the person that knew to do that when I said the word bangle. And she's like, oh, my God, I totally appreciate you. You're the best. And I was like, yeah, I am. I know. Thank you. <laughs> but I did this thing, and I wonder if other people do it. As soon as I make a pop culture reference, I mean, I have to be really sure, okay? Mm -hmm. But I oftentimes make a pop culture reference, and as soon as it leaves my lips, my brain goes, is that the wrong one? Oh, is that really the bangles? Did you just embarrass yourself? Because I think one time I confused like, I don't know, some like really important people like the Beatles and the Who or something like very embarrassing. And I was shamed. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like somebody just destroyed me because I, I, I confused like two greats or something. <laughs> and so every time I make a pop reference, pop culture reference, I doubt myself and i knew that the bangles did manic monday mm -hmm. but she immediately affirmed me and it's funny how fast the brain works or my brain because i had a half a second of doubt and then she immediately said i wish it was sunday and i was like okay you're good girl yes exactly oh that's amazing you know what else i've done and I wonder, like, I've, I've probably done this 37,622 times in my life. <laughs> I am not a movie quoter, okay? You Unless it's Fight Club, 
I don't know the movie. If you, I mean, it, I don't care if it is the Titanic, which I've seen 17 times. If you quote a movie, I won't know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. But what I do often, because I'm old now and I'm tired, (laughs) I used to go, I used to, when I was young and like more insecure and had less confidence, I would go, oh yeah, (laughs) and pretend like I knew. But I'm 50 years old, and so when somebody makes a movie reference, I just say, I didn't see that movie. I don't know what you're talking about. And they'll go, oh, my God, it's Pulp Fiction. And I'll go, I don't care. I still don't know what you're talking about. And I'm fine with it. Yes, yes. But haven't you 37,000 times gone, oh, yeah, when you really don't know what someone's talking about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm telling you what, as you get older, Julia, because you're mm-hmm. younger than me, you're going to do it less and less. You're going to be like, you know what? Pop culture is a great example. I'm just going to admit it. I didn't like pop uh, pop culture, Pulp Fiction. I didn't like Pulp Fiction. Okay, oh, mm-hmm. I'm the only one, and mm-hmm. you you know you can fight me on it. I'm okay with it. I don't like Pulp Fiction. In fact, I've never seen it all the way through. You know, to to piggyback off the Pulp Fiction thing, I had never seen it. And in high school, we had to write our like final thesis, like English lit paper, and we were supposed to pick a movie. Interesting. I know it's very violent. I feel like I turned it off when somebody's head got blown off in the back of a car. Yeah, that does happen. It's incredibly violent, but there's like this, like, gen. I think what I tied it into with my paper is that like everyone is connected through one person, which is, I love when that kind of shit happens. I love it's like, okay, it's like seven degrees of Uma Thurman. (laughs) Right, exactly. Six, but yes. This is a podcast where we talk about songs. We're talking about the lyrics of those songs. We're talking about what those lyrics mean, what they mean to other people, what they mean to us, what they really mean. It's your turn to have a song. Mm-hmm. It's my turn to have a song. What is your song? We're going to be doing my Sharona. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of that lovely lady that knew my Bangles reference, she has been wanting me to do this song. And she loves this song. And she's upstairs. Really? Yeah, she probably wishes that she could be here recording with us, but. Oh, my God. Oh, shoot. I hope I don't butcher it. Oh, you know what, though? You know what else? I don't think she's up to date on listening to the podcast. So we may have this moment with the bangles where I'm totally in love with her. But then when she gets home from work and she tells me that she listened to podcasts all day and I say, oh, was one of them? What did they mean by that? And she says, no. I say, okay, fuck you. So house again. Yeah. No, that's okay, so my Sharona. Okay, so we're gonna start out with um I think I guess how we normally do it. I'm gonna read the lyrics. Am I correct? Here's I'm having a pop culture fear again. This is by the knack. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. You didn't see you got this. You got this. Don't 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 question question yourself. I'm going to be more confident, more confident in my pop culture references. Okay, go. My this Sharona. is going to be one of those that's going to be really hard to read and not sing. So if parts of this I bust out into singing, just let it be. Oh, do it. Oh, do it, girl. Okay, I'm going to do it. Here we go. Ooh, my little pretty one. Pretty one. When you going to give me some time, Sharona? Ooh, you make my motor run, my motor run. Gun it coming off the line, Sharona. Never going to stop. Give it up. Such a dirty mind. Always get it up. For the touch of my younger, of the younger kind. My, my, oh. my, 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 why, woo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. Come a little closer, huh? Oh, will you, huh? Close enough to look in my eyes, comma, Sharona. 
Keeping it a mystery gets to me. Running down the length of my thighs, Sharona. Never going to stop. Give it up. Such a dirty mind. Always get it up for the touch of the younger kind. My, I, 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 woo, my Sharona. Hmm. When you going to give it to me? Give it to me? Is it just a matter of time, Sharona? Is it just destiny, destiny? Or is it a game in my mind, Sharona? Never going to stop. Give it up. Such a dirty mind. Always get it up for the touch of the younger kind. Oh, my Sharona. You know, um, it's a little cringy when you read it, isn't it? It's just a little bit cringy. Just a smidge. Just a little bit cringy. Just a little bit. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's full on cringe. It's full on cringe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, full on. Full frontal, full on cringe. Full frontal cringe. I've never heard that. I love that. Yeah. Okay. And I'm I'm going to, okay, so I've known this song for a while. I think we've all like heard it. We've known it and everyone has their own little, I remember when I first heard it. This is the first time, even when I was doing my research, I, this is the first, I d- purposely did not want to really read the lyrics until r- recording the podcast. I did that on purpose because after I did some like research on it in the back end, I was like, okay, this is my perception. And I know that I'm going to have another perception when I read the lyrics, but I want the perception to be like authentic and holy crap, this is full. This is cringe. That's deep. That's deep. deep. It's pretty deep. Uh, It was released in 1979. Oh my God. Right. What's weird is the first time I heard it was watching one of the greatest movies of all time, Reality Bites. They're in the convenience store and they're like singing it and dancing to it. And that was like in the mid 90s. That was the first time I heard it. Do you remember when you heard it? Oh, I heard it like in 1979. I feel like I was like, I would have been seven years old. I feel like I was seven years old singing this rapey song. So I'm a dumbass. And the reason I'm a dumbass is because I never knew that Sharona was a person. Until Mm. yesterday. I thought Sharona was like some kind of silly word for like something. Did you think it was one word, my Sharona? Or did you know it was my Sharona? I knew it was my Sharona because that was the title of the song. Oh, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, I think if if that wasn't the title, I would have thought my Sharona was all one thing. And I think the reason I thought Sharona was just like a slang for something because he says, when you're going to give me some time, Sharona. Like, I thought it was just like, he was just trying to be silly and just like making up words. Interesting. I will say I've never met anybody named Sharona or seen it on TV or seen it on a movie or seen it on, uh, nobody's named Sharona. Nobody Nobody is named Sharona. That's another, that's true. It's, there's Sharon's, but there's no Sharona. It's a terrible name. I mean, it's not pretty. Horrible name. Yeah, it's a bad name. Sorry, Sharona. But yeah, if there is a Sharona, oh gosh, there's one Sharona out there and she's listening to the pod. Girl, sorry. The knack is two, two, like main members are Doug Figer, Figer, I don't know how to say his name, and Burton Avere. I can't say his name either. They're from (laughs) Michigan, from the Midwest, similar to us, but they're in, I guess Michigan's Midwest. Anyway. Yeah, North. Let's know a little fun fact about Mr. Doug Figer. Yeah, tell me. His um, brother, Jeffrey Pfizer, was an attorney who represented Jack Kevorkian. 
Do we know who Jack Kevorkian is? I know who Jack Kevorkian is. Yeah, he's uh, he is the um, guy that was like supporting um, assisted death in, um, I think it was Washington, was the first state that you could do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, assisted euthanasia. Uh, what, am I using the right words? Yeah, I think he was called, you know, the doctor of, you know, it's, it's a trigger word, but he was the S, S word doctor. Yes. Ironic. Okay. Yes. Isn't that weird? Okay. Kind of strange. Well, it was uh, allowing people to make the decision to die on their own if they were terminally ill. Okay. Correct. And, and so he would, he would Kevorkian... aid them in that. Yes. Yes. So Kevorkian's lawyer had was a the... brother who was mm-hmm. in the knack singing. Was the my singer? Sharona. Mm-hmm. Was the main guy? I wonder if his parents were more proud of my Sharona or Doctor Death. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm. I'm going to say probably my Sharona because of like the success, but they probably like didn't really pay attention to what the song was about. At least let's hope they didn't because then they probably would have been more proud of the other brother. So when I was reading about this song, I discovered that there is a girl named Sharona and she was 17 years old and Doug was 25 Mm -hmm. when they met. He, okay. he was an inspiration for, he met her at a, she was like a bartender or maybe a cocktail waitress or something. He met her and like, he just was like completely in love with her. Love at first sight. They dated for a few years mm. and they were engaged, but they never married. They remained really close friends and she visited him frequently up until his death. So there was a human being named Sharona. There and was. I think, she, I think she's the only one. Her name is Sharona Alperin. So, wow. Okay. So 17 and 25. Don't love it. Don't love it. That adds to the cringe. This also adds to the cringe. He told the Washington Post that he wrote it from the perspective of a 14 year old boy. Um, Makes me feel really uncomfortable because he's talking about like, it makes her, her, his motor run and. He gets it up for the touch of the younger kind. Yeah, that's a lie because the the um, narrator in this song says, "Always get it up for the touch of the younger kind." So the narrator of the song is older than Sharona. Yes. Am I? Is that right? Is that how yes. you're seeing it? Mm-hmm. Oh, so he was trying. Oh, that was a good try, Doug. I don't believe you. Right. It feels so strange and like, it just feels, I don't know. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe people don't think 25 and 17 is that big of a deal, but like 17 is, she's not 18. She's not legal. Well, okay. I mean, this is, you know, we could have some debate about this. Um, Actually in the state of Missouri, 17 is an adult in a lot of of areas. I don't know about Michigan, but it's smart, you know, eh, tomato, tomato. (laughs) <laughs> a long time ago, 17 and 25 was no big deal. But when I say a long time ago, I'm talking about like Laura Ingalls, like Laura Ingalls was like, you know, 18 and she mm. married, what's his name? Manny or man, what was his name? Ma- Marnie? Ma- I don't know. And he was like 30. Who? So it wasn't weird. Little House on the Prairie, Laura Ingalls. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure this came out a lot longer after that. 1979, I think it was still weird to be 17 and 25. But I don't know. No, I don't know. Like I'm like, I mean, I don't like it. I don't like it. 
but I'm like wondering, I'm like, what is the cusp? Like, where is the question? I don't know. It's just, it just makes me feel, I don't know. I'm very uncomfortable now that I know that it's a person. And then, and I didn't realize, I don't know. I just didn't. Okay. Listen, 17 and 25 may not be cringy in some situations. There are probably some melomaniacs out there whose parents married at that, in that, with that age difference, say Mm -hmm. a generation above ours, there might be some, some melomaniacs who are currently married to somebody with that age difference or dating somebody with that age difference. Cool. Like maybe it's not so weird. What is weird is this um, fucking song. Thank you. <laughs> so okay, the yes. person in this song right. is cringy. No matter, yeah. I mean, even 25, 17, it's a little, eh. I mean, it could be weirder. I mean, 24 and 16 is pretty bad. I don't know. I agree. The age group, it's questionable. But yes, the song. He wrote, yeah, not only did he write this song, but he wrote like an entire album, but like he basically like went on this like two month songwriting sprint and he wrote all of these songs about her and they weren't even together yet. Like he kind of was just like obsessed with her. Shut it. Yeah. Okay, that's different. He actually had another boyfriend and he sought her out. There was like this weird. Are you saying that every song on this album is about Sharona? Kind, yes, in a way. Because he went on this, like, okay, what's the name of the album? Let No, that's not it. Oh, the album's called Get the Knack. Okay, so are you saying that every song on Get the Knack by the Knack, that's stupid, but are you saying that every song on Get the Knack was about Sharona? In a way, yeah. Like, Ugh. sort of. He went on a two-month writing spree of writing songs about Sharona before mm-hmm. they were even dating. Yes. Okay, that's super cringe. It is super cringe. And then their second album, their second studio album was called But the Little Girls Understand. Oh my God, shut your dirty mouth. I swear. The album's called But the Little Girls Understand. And then Understand? one of the singles was called Baby Talks Dirty. Oh my God. The net. And then Can't Put a Price on Love. Okay, I'm feeling way more weirded out by this band whoa uh one of the songs god he's a creep what else are you seeing this is in real time folks this is totally in real time okay so he had you know this the second album had baby talks dirty (laughs) i want you tell me you're mine can't put a price on love hold on tight don't let go the hard way it's you end of the game the feeling i get having a rave up and how can love hurt so much that those are all terrible titles they're totally i don't care terrible. i don't care if they're about someone equally aged as you or what those are that's dumb and then the yes what are can you uh, can you see the other songs on this on, album get, yes get the knack is let me out your number or your name <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, Tara. She's so selfish. Maybe tonight. Good girls don't. My Sharona. Heartbeat. Siamese twins. In parentheses, the monkey and me. That feels so offensive. Wait, that's what the little girls do. (sighs) Is a song title. And then the next song is Frustrated. Oh, my God, the knack. You dirty dogs. 
I don't even. Did you say? Even... Did you say that's what the little girls do? Yes. Am I gonna pull up? Okay, y'all, we're going down into even more. We're going down. We're going down there. We're going down a rabbit hole right here. Okay. While you, I believe you're looking up something else. Can I just? Can I? Mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. look at this song and i have a question or i just want to say mm-hmm. oh you make my motor run my motor run gun it coming off the line sharona that makes me okay they're from michigan where they like make a lot of cars and uh, the line is like an assembly line maybe so i want i'm saying this because when mm-hmm. i first heard the song i thought sharona was a car oh right I feel like I yes because yes. you know guys like men like guys like to like give their cars female names. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's that's cool. Like it's you make my motor run. I mean, it's literally a motor running gun. It coming off the line. But mm-hmm. thinking of it as a woman, what does it mean? Gun it coming off the line. I don't know what that means. I feel like it's still a car mm-hmm. reference, but yeah. Um, I never knew that the this is a today years old. I never knew the lyric was such a dirty mind. Never knew that. Yeah. I never knew it said always get it up for the touch of the younger kind. Never mm-hmm. knew that. Me neither. Yeah, I never knew that that's what he was saying either. Kind of similar to like Paradise by the Dashboard Lights kind of kind of thing. Oh, um, a little oh, a little gun it coming off the line like okay, we're co- I don't know what line they're coming off the line but like gun it like let's go for it. Kind of like Yucky. Let's go to let's go to home base. Yucky. Okay. Um total yucky. Total yucky. Well, let me see if I can pull up the lyrics to that's what Okay, let's try that. That's that's better. Like I think overall, unless this song talks about something that's like really cringe that we discover, I think that the the guys in the knack are just kind of total cheese balls and they write really stupid silly literal song love songs oh no wait till i read this to you god damn it okay you're trying to be nice Mm -mm. okay no ma'am no ma'am we are not doing that okay i'm ready that's what little girls do that's what little girls do to you oh that's what little girls do to you when you hold her tight whisper in the night tell her she's the one but you'll never know why she wants to go and run Does she tell you lies, then apologize? Does she make you crawl when you're on your knees? Then you're really not a man at all. That's what little girls do. And she says she's sorry. She looks into your eyes, but you bite your own sorrow because she makes you pay the price. Ready, Julie? Oh, God. Yes. She's the virgin queen. She's the virgin queen dancing in your dreams. Yes, she plays her part. If you let her go, she will break your ego and your heart. That's what little girls do. Um, I am canceling the knack. Why? Okay. Why is, why has like Buzzfeed or any of those other really great or like New York posts, how how come nobody's done an article? Like this is why the knack should be canceled and weren't canceled. Like why, why can I find an article about that? Well, and it's interesting that nobody, you know, at the time reality bites came out, nobody gave a shit about this stuff then either. What time, Mm -hmm. what year was reality bites? Oh, I think it was 95 or five. I mean, it's pretty sad that it it doesn't surprise. I mean, in 1979, nobody gave a shit. That's fine. Right. Whatever. Um, 1994, still not given many shits about this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it is surprising Mm -hmm. like that. You didn't see just like a blurb that said K-E-Z-K takes my Sharona off their playlist. You know what I mean? Right. Well, they had the radio station refusing to play it. Right. Like that one Christmas song where it's like, 
baby, it's cold outside. Like, yes. Okay. Every time. That song Dana play, yes. Mm -hmm. Dana loves to play Christmas music. Every time that song comes on, I go, this is that creepy one. And she tells me how it's really not that creepy. And I say it is. But there mm -hmm. was lots of publicity. Stations are not playing that song. Yep. And that song could mean, hey, let's just cuddle on the couch. I don't think so. But it mm -hmm. is not nearly as creepy as that's what little girls do. But my Sharona yeah. was like everywhere. It was. I mean, that beat, you can't miss it. Like It's, it's very it's a recognizable. Okay. This is an example of a song that I feel bad that we are ruining for people because mm -hmm. it's a really fun song and everybody loves it. I know. And when you look at the lyrics, it's like, oh, bummer. I guess I can't really love that anymore. So sorry, Melomaniacs. Um, there it goes. It's an ethical dilemma. Like, you love the music. You love the song. Like, the beat's amazing. It reminds you of Reality Bites. It reminds you of 1979. Mm -hmm. Like, we have to cut it a little bit of slack. Right, right. Like, how much slack can we cut it? I mean, we can cut this song with some slack. Like, okay, my okay, we'll cut it some slack. Like, it's weird. But when you look further into the band and further into like the story and all those other it it's hard to really you know cut him some slack because great but sharona stayed friends with doug for all that time so she did he, so that's sort of redemption there yeah, oh really. my god i'm sorry to interrupt you what oh my god i just found something really terrible oh gosh what happened <sighs> the song good girls don't okay okay uh-huh. The lyrics, such as the refrain, she'll be telling you good girls don't, but I do, were considered misogynistic by some critics. A, a figure said all we were doing in songs like the naughty good girls don't was reflecting the way a 14-year-old boy feels. So he's this is saying that that good girls don't is about a 14-year-old boy. Who, who knows? But um, so that was his excuse there. But the original line was... And she makes you want to scream, wishing you could get inside her pants. It was changed to wishing she could give you a chance. And. Oh, no. These were the original lyrics. And it's a teenage sadness. Everyone has got to taste an in between age madness that, you know, you can't erase till she's sitting on your face. Oh, in parentheses, and it hurts. And it was changed to when she puts you in your place. Um, I don't really know what has happened here tonight. <laughs> like, I don't even know if this is enjoyable listening. For <laughs> right. Sorry, Melomaniac. No, we're just gonna, I mean, we're going to get we're going to give it to our listeners straight. We're gonna wow. get this straight, guys. What was that song? That was for the good girls don't. That was for that's uh yeah, that was for good girls don't. My lord. Okay. <sighs> okay, so he was clearly a nymphomaniac. I mean or sex sexaholic or something, and he was obsessed with I mean, I mean, I, okay, let's talk. Let me say this. Okay, we have talked about the violent femmes, okay? The mm -hmm. violent femmes we have talked about them singing songs that seem to come from a teenager's perspective. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. And we have talked about their masturbation song and about it having, you know, this, like all this sexual stuff about the violent femmes feeling all of this, like angst. Mm -hmm. And so maybe, okay, maybe mm -hmm. 
the knack was like, we really want to tap into the real, I'm trying really hard here. Mm -hmm. We really, we want to tap into like the real emotions of what it's like to be a teenage boy or a, I can't do it. I, I mean, yeah, like we can, we can totally tap into that. Like, yes, if he's writing his songs from perspective of 14 year old boy, that's all like, okay, but he's not a 14 year old boy and he's referring to encounters mm. with girls. He's saying the word girls, he's saying little girls. And we all know, even if he's writing it from the perspective of a 14 year old, he's not 14. And also, very, when the violent fans talk about write their songs about like you know whatever beaten off or whatever it is, they're not talking about you know doing things with other people and then referring them to little. Good point. I think they're touching into something really interesting, which is mm -hmm. if you are an artist, and by artist in this context, I mean a musical artist who sings. Okay, if you are a singer of lyric if you're a singer of words that go along with music mm -hmm. okay i don't mm -hmm. mean like a pianist or a flautist isn't that what they call a flutist a flautist okay i don't mean a pianist or a flautist i if you are a singer of songs okay mm -hmm. on your album on the radio in concert people think it is you Mm -hmm. It is you, Doug Fiefer, mm -hmm. singing the song. It is you, insert person here, <laughs> mm -hmm. one of the bangles, singing the song. Now, that artist could say in an interview, that song was actually written from the perspective of a 14-year-old. And, and everyone's going to just like gloss over that in the article because we, I, it's like, we can't do that. Like our brains are like, no, mm -hmm. that is Kurt Cobain saying that. That is him. Right. This is Doug Fiefer. You're right. So for him to be like, oh, this is the perspective of a 14-year-old boy. Okay. Well, maybe you should write like a short story or something where there's a narrator that's 14. Because right. when you read a book, uh huh, you understand that the narrator is not the guy writing the book. He's creating characters. Right. But to right. create characters in music, well, interesting. interesting. What do you think about this? Well, I think I have a lot to say about that because I'm a big Taylor Swift fan and she does that a lot. That, I was going to bring that up. Go for mm -hmm. it. Go. She does that a lot. She writes things as stories from perspectives of from all walks of life. So I think that it, you can definitely, as a singer songwriter, you can definitely tell a story in your music, in your song and like have a different perspective and I kind of get it. Okay, yeah, you want to write a song about it 14, being in the perspective of a 14-year-old boy. But you're talking about younger, you know, like for the younger kind. Okay, so if you're 14, if you're writing from the perspective of a 14, hi, I'm 14 years old, going to get it up for the touch of a younger kind. That means you're getting it up for children. Yeah. Because if you're, if you're writing it from your perspective, you just have a thing for younger women. But you just said you're writing it from the perspective of a 14-year-old boy. And you're singing about little girls and younger kind, literally quote, you're talking about, you're talking about little kids. That's what you're singing about. Yeah. You're backing yeah. yourself into a worse corner. You're not making us feel a little bit any better. And when Taylor Swift does it, like I, I'm not as, as, as familiar with her lyrics as you, but I did the one episode with Tracy. That's all I know. But if she's in her songs, let's say she's writing about the, um, 
perspective of cardigan is that one of them cardigan or somebody mm-hmm. that wears a mm-hmm. cardigan anyway she's gonna say things like i really want to hold your hand she's not gonna say i want to i want to sit on your face right <laughs> so it's like if you are going to take on a persona you maybe have some responsibility to be a little you know have some class like don't be so have a little class classy. like yeah. yeah i mean i do think that you can say like you know in in their defense, like there are some really great songs where sometimes you're like, it's like, whoa, did he, did they just sing that? Is that really what, you know, like, and there yeah. you question it and you're kind of like, oh, but then you're like, it works, you know? But it's like, remember when we did Push by Max Bo- Matchbox 20? And mm-hmm. it's like, I want to push you around. And then the lead singer of Matchbox 20 goes, oh, well, that was from the perspective of the woman. Like, first right. of all, no, it wasn't. Right. Like there's nothing better. Second, you are a man standing on stage saying, I want to push you around. So we cannot like, we are not going to watch you on stage perform. I want to push you around and go, oh yeah, he's talking about what his girlfriend said to him. Because at no point in in there, do you, Mm -hmm. well, okay, I just lied because it does say she said, at the beginning it says she said, but we talked about this because you can hardly tell it says she said. Either way, Mm -hmm. doing a song Saying it's in the voice of somebody else that is violent or predatory or against consent mm-hmm. or age inappropriate, it's just not a good look. Don't do it. Right. How about just, just don't do it? Just don't do it. Exactly. You don't have, I mean, just don't do it. And then you don't have to say all this this weird stuff that it's from a different perspective. Like, I don't care what kind of perspective it's from. You shouldn't sing about younger kind. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess... You know, yeah, there are, you know, there, maybe there's men in their fifties that ha- that think that women in their thirties are, are, you know, like younger, you know, they have a thing for younger. That's one thing. Yeah. This is a fantastic song. Okay. Uh, musically. But listen, he says, this is where he goes astray in my mind. Everything else I think he, even you make my motor run. That's not offensive. That's kind of a clever statement. Yeah. Got it coming off the line, Sharona. Okay. I think that's a, a car reference. I don't know. But here's where. Such a dirty mind. Yeah, I'm starting to not like you. Mm-hmm. Always get it up for the touch of the younger kind. You could have even kept, okay, maybe you could have kept in dirty mind. Maybe. If it wasn't followed by the words, get it up. We all know what get it up means, guys. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is an adult show. <laughs> um, Get it up for the touch of the younger kind. All you had to do, he even says the mystery running down the length of my thighs. I can even handle that if there's no reference to younger. You want to mm-hmm. sing about somebody touching your thighs? That's sexy. Fine. I'm not offended. Right. Get it up. Get it up but, all you want. But you yeah, don't want to get it up. Everybody, please touch. get it up. But let's you can get it up for the touch of a hand or whatever. It doesn't yes. have to be the yeah. touch. Oh, he's yeah. literally saying, I am H O R N Y for. I love how you can't say that word. But we've said everything. Okay. But yes, always get it up for the touch of the younger kind. That's all he he had to do. He could have, you know what? Leave, get it up. Like, I'm okay with get it. He could have said, always get it up from the touch of. You, Sharona, you. I get it up for the touch of you, Sharona. That would have been fine. Oh, you're right. That would have been fantastic. Always get it up. That would have made so much more sense. I'd have been like, oh, that's cool. I get it up for the touch of a younger kind. Like, there's no other way to interpret it. I, I just can't. That, right. Yeah, like, there's it. That's it. What if? What, what if, if, Julia? Okay, what if? What if this was a female lyricist singing those same words? 
Okay, she wouldn't say get it up. True. She would. Um, yeah. I think it's still cringe. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I still, I think it's still unacceptable. And it's, it's more cringy now that we know about their other songs. And yeah. it's more cringy because the guy's like, oh, it's no big deal. It was about this 17-year-old girl and I was 25 and I spent two weeks writing or two months writing music about her. And I was like stalking her. That's what my whole album's about. You're like, oh, that is the third strike. You are out. Right. Exactly. He, yeah. Three strikes are out, but he's got way more than three. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, this guy is, he is a repeat offender. He is a repeat um, offender. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean... <sighs> He's on the registry. We need to create our own. We need to create our own registry because he's not really on the registry, obviously, you know, but he's on our registry. Like we are registering you as a creeper. Creep. I'm mad at reality bites for that. I know. I mean, they put it in the movie because it's such an, I mean, it is such an iconic song. I mean, it's a great song. It's a great song. I did think it was um, running up the length of my spine. I, I, I like thought it was fine too. I always thought it was spine, which I, I think, I think, uh, Keeping it a mystery gets to me running down the length of my spine, Sharona. I think that's that's cute and clever. I don't yes. I don't like thighs so much. I don't like that word thighs. I don't like it. Mm-mm. But I always thought that was spine, which is cute. Another place he could have just, you know, cleaned it up a little bit. Right. Where was his publicist? Where was their manager being like, yeah, go ahead. This one, this will do. Go ahead. It was 1979, girl. Side note. Miss Sharona was on the cover of this album. Her, the cover of the album is her. She's wearing like a white tank top with no bra. Sharona has come out and said, she's like, that was what I, that was my uniform. I wore that. That was, I didn't put that on. And then they like for the, the shoot, I, that's what I wore all the time. She's like, that was my signature look. I'm like you get it, Sharona. She is kind of hot. Oh my. I know it's a nice photo. It's a very nice, like, I think it captures it's, it is a really Sexy nice photo. Eyes. She doesn't look 17, though. She doesn't. Mm-mm. Okay, so I feel a little creepy because I was like, she is really hot. I feel creepy right now. I'm sorry. Is she 17 in this picture? Oh, God. I don't know because it was... I don't know. There's a picture she, of her now. She's a pretty lady. That album cover is fucking amazing. I'm sorry. Because she's holding the record. She's holding the record. <laughs> holding another. It's a picture of you holding a picture of me, which I love that. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. There's an article about the 40th anniversary of the song. That was in 2019. So she is a real estate agent in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. She was in high school and Doug was nine years older than her. He was instantly saying things like, I am in love with you. We're going to be together. I was fully in love with my serious boyfriend at the time, and he was much closer to my own age. But that did not deter Fieger. The singer's ardent pursuit was the stuff of fairy tale rock and roll rom-com. Okay, That's not what that is, but okay. He wooed her one night by getting one of her favorite performers, Eddie Money, to come up on stage and sing Two Tickets to Paradise with the Knack. So they were already a band. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, I'm thinking he's not really famous yet. He was famous. Yeah, he was already like yeah, not famous famous yet because he hadn't done my Sharona. True. Like when he was she- like, you know, in the scene, like, you know, the underground scene, and she was like in the club scene as well. Like they were in the they were crossing paths and he was Oh my god, this says one day Sharona stopped by a band rehearsal and was surprised to hear them playing a new song. When they sang My Sharona, I was stunned. I actually remember asking myself, did I just hear a song with my name in it? When the song was on the radio, I was still in a relationship with my boyfriend. Yes. Mm -hmm. Finally, she broke up with her boyfriend when she was 19 and began touring with the Knack. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. So how was she on the cover of it if she didn't really know about the song until it was on the radio? Or she was at the doesn't add up. Something doesn't add up there. That's interesting. Still, I know that is stockish. Mm-hmm. I want somebody to write a song about me, but I want it to be somebody that's like, well, shit. You know what? I'm 50 years old. If a 75 year old man wanted to write a song about me, I would love it. If a 22 year old woman wanted to write a song about me, I'd love that too. 